Hello and welcome to What Lurks on Channel X, everybody. Edit. No. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome back. And happy Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. Is it Halloween already? Is it's, it that time of year again? It's Halloween. Pumpkin everything. Pumpkin flavored everything. Let me partake in some of the pumpkin flavor. Mm, brought to us by McKenzie's. Again? Pumpkin Jack. Hard cider. Oh, it's not actually brought to you by them. They're not. They're not I wish. They're not no, but you should try it if you are of age. It's very good, even if you're not. It is yummy. Oh, this week it's it's Halloween, and uh, I hope everybody's in the Halloween mood. I've spent the last six or seven weeks. I mean, I watch horror movies all the time. You do. But the last six or seven weeks, I've just made a fucking point of it. I'm going through my DVD collection like. I've been having an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. marathon, but I'm weird like that. Uh, mm, I couldn't. Uh, I got a couple episodes in. Forget it. You got to stick it out. You got to stick it out. Wait, is, wait, is, wait. like, Daredevil worth it? No. Daredevil was a particular set of awesome. Okay. I can't wait for the next one, no. Jessica Jones. Yeah. Now that we get way off topic. <laughs> but, uh, okay. but it is a little, it's a little, it's much lighter. It's much lighter. But it's good. God, we don't uh, want lighter. We want horror-thon. Horror! Horror-thon. This is happy Halloween. Yes. It is Halloween, boys and girls. Halloween. I hope you all got your trick-or-treat candy. I hope you're all following me on Instagram in my horror-thon. Ooh. Yeah, pretty serious. The amount of movies I've been watching is insane. Is it? Yes. What was the last thing you watched? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, I, it becomes a jumble after it's weeks. It's just a jumble. Just, Friday the 13th, part one. Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. You know we did the we did the Friday Thirteenth retrospective last year. Did yeah. you? And fuck, man! How, how crazy did you go? That was insane. That was nuts. That's I a was too much. Super excited being about it. Banged up against trees for me. I was super excited because I had never seen the uh, the Jason Goes to Hell and the Jason X. Because oh, I like when Jason I started my horror education, him and Louis ruined so much of it because it was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna watch this, and they were like, Oh no, it's terrible, don't watch that. And it was like, so then the I'll sequel. have a then, then we'll have a conversation about it. And I'm like, Man, I was gonna watch that the other day. Oh, you should totally watch it. I'm like, This asshole told me not to watch it. Well, that's because yeah. it sucks. <sighs> Let's not talk about the confusion of horror movies on Halloween. Okay, that's true. Let's just talk what, about what are we going to talk about on Halloween? Uh, today. Uh, we're we're gonna get a little spooky. Ooh. We're getting spooky. Ooh. Yeah, I want to talk. I want to talk about Halloween. What makes Halloween is Halloween is scary stories. And one of our favorite shows, all of us when we were young, was Are You Afraid of the Dark? Now we mm. all loved it. Did you watch Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are You Afraid of the Dark is which one? Because I'm remember, I'm thinking with of the, the mi- fucking movie submitted for your, your approval. approval. Oh. Right. <laughs> the Midnight That's Society. Yeah. Bunch of kids sneak out to the woods every like Saturday night to yeah. tell to, to tell stories that. around a fucking that. fire. Yeah. You know, I think I was uh, I had to be eleven or twelve or so. And I was probably show, yeah, right around there. That show was that ending uh, beginning was so creepy. Whatever. With the swing sets and the... Uh-huh. It was, it was a kid's version of Tales from the Dark Side. And I loved Tales from the Dark Side when well, I was And young. that's when I was also getting into um, Tales from the Crypt. And watching all those. Tales from the Crypt started around then, yes. Yeah. And, I think um, the first, I think 89, I think Tales from the Crypt started. It was 89 or 90. Yeah. And um, I remember one of the episodes that will always stick in my head. The Christmas? Christmas? No, oh. that was not the most disturbing episode oh, okay. for me. Uh, was the uh, it was actually more of one of the comical t- tales from the crypts uh-huh. with Lance Henriksen. I can't remember the oh other. The, the chop poker. Yep, chop yeah, poker. Chop poker. Yep. I thought, my God, these are some sick motherfuckers. 
That was one of the first Tales from the Crypt episodes I saw, and it really just I, right there in my uh, head. And at the end episode. of the episode where they're just a couple of nubs. It's so silly. I know. <laughs> it's, just, and it's a silly episode. It's silly. It's a silly episode. It's not really one of the horror ones. Uh, and it was like, wow, that really disturbed me. That really disturbed me for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, no. Um, I loved the the Christmas episode with the crazy Santa uh, all through the house. Oh. The crazy Santa was played by... Um, Dr. Giggles. Dr. Giggles. I can't think of yeah, his name. Larry know. Drake. Is it? I think it's Possibly. Larry Drake. Yeah, because yeah. he played... Um, a mentally retarded guy on L.A. Law. Mm-hmm. That's where he started. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Giggles, yep. which you can't find anywhere. No. no. Uh, DVD, nope. Blu-ray, nothing. Nope. You can't find that movie. Which, which is what I'm going through in my collection. I'm going through a lot of movies yeah. that are not on streaming or anything like that. And yeah. it's like, because, you know, at this point now, we just watch. You're on Hulu and Netflix all the time. That's yeah. it. You yeah. don't yeah. watch. You don't watch mm. Even if you own the DVD, fuck it. It's on Netflix. Put it on Netflix and stream it. You know? Absolutely. I but, don't even buy movies anymore, to be honest. Yeah. Not like that. Well, I do. I still do. Because... I still get, yeah. I mean, I get my, because uh, I'm, I'm a big comic book guy, and like I just got Avengers Age of Ultron in a Blu-ray. Got to sit and watch that. But I don't think I've bought anything as far as disc-wise. Yeah, I still do. Particularly because I was one of the first people to get Netflix in my group. You know, yeah, Netflix, so were we. Yeah, we've yeah. had Netflix since about 2004. Yeah, um, and I have, yeah. I have had it, and it was like... Way before streaming. Were, yeah, one, I had it with the I had it with my Xbox. I used to watch it through the Xbox all the time. And um, I had it, and once I got it, I was like, I don't watch my movies anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't watch any of these movies which is, anymore. Which is how I felt at the beginning of the month. I was like, I'm watching all these, I'm watching the same horror movies over. I've got 700 DVDs sitting in a shelf behind you. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to say 40 to 50% of them are not on any of the main streaming services. It's true. It's amazing how much, like, one of my favorite. B movie science fiction films is one with Rudger Hauer. Uh, it's called Split Second. Mm-hmm. I have it on video, and it was a you know it was an environmental message along with everything else. Uh, something about the movie that I really dig. You can't find it any place. Can't find it streaming. You can't find it on iTunes. And Rudger Hauer is an actor that you are familiar with. Mm-hmm. People are familiar with. You would think that it would be out there. It's just not out there. Not readily available. But you can watch it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I find it amazing. But the world has changed as far as entertainment. Yeah. And uh, even Halloween. I mean, Halloween used to have, when I was younger, the movies would be littered with horror films. Yes. Okay. And every weekend, what's the new horror movie coming out? Yeah. And there now always fucking be Pixar Stephen, owns the month. Yeah. I mean, there would always be a Stephen King book that was being yeah. turned into a film. And there would always be the new Wes Craven. Mm-hmm. And there would always be the new John Carpenter. But... Yeah, October used to be a horror month. It mm-hmm. used to be about scaring people. And I remember when we had the television, uh, WPIX, Channel mm-hmm. 11, Shocktober. Every night of the month would be a different horror yep. movie. That was how I really got exposed to horror movies. Uh, that in my local video store. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, but oh, that was where I saw Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. Friday the 13th, one, two, three, four. And then Saturdays and Sundays afternoons would just be sci-fi horror, you know, fucking Free Jack 24-7. Oh, Free Jack. <laughs> free Jack was on all, all the, time. the time. What is a Free Jack? Free Jack. Free that, Jack was that, movie movie I, with, that was the movie uh, I showed you with Emilio Estevez and Mick Jagger. Oh. 
That's a good sci-fi film. Yeah, yeah. I watched that a while ago with you. Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Okay. But it used to be a real horror month. Now kids these days don't know who they don't have any icons. No. As far as we had Freddy Krueger, we had Jason Voorhees, we had Leatherface. Now we have Jigsaw. Jigsaw. I mean, Jigsaw has gone and passed now, but still, well, so is Freddy Krueger. But we still love him. Yeah. We still love him. No, but, but kids, kids aren't coming around with with those anymore. It's, it's, now it's like and, a paranormal identity. You don't even well, see on. it. The, the, we, I was talking to you about this earlier. The kids these days, Slenderman. Mm-hmm. I have since the past three years, trick or treaters. I at least get one Slenderman. That's cool. That's cool. And that's a pretty cool suit. Yeah. And that's pretty something that they were able to come up with that concept. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's a kid in a suit with like a white mask, which yeah, is blank. Yeah, it's all white. Yeah, it's okay. no face. And that's 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 a horror kid, as that's far awesome. as I'm concerned. That's, that's a horror awesome. kid. All right. But most of these days, uh, and that's their, that's their icon for horror. Yeah. Okay. And it's a fake internet thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is spawned out of this out of control. You know, creepy pasta. Creepy. It's a creepy pasta. You know, but um, I love creepy pastas. Do you? I love them. Creepy pasta and the no sleep on Reddit and those. I love. Uh, that's. I absolutely love it. It is. It's the new forum for the future horror writers. It really is. I don't even know I where the future of horror is going. It. I got to be honest with you. I really would love well, to be able to predict that. I mean, because it's been a certain way my entire life. Right now, I'm waiting. for... That's what it is. It's been a it. certain way, and yeah. that's what we were talking about when we were when we were off air and we were talking about 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 the economy and how the new generations are finding ways of making it work for them that doesn't fit the previous mold. That's right. And the old guard is just not accepting of it. There's a new. There, everybody is doing things in a different way. The internet has changed everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's changed the world. It's changed how we how we see the world. Mm-hmm. It's changed. It's changed life. I mean, I think know? it's I think it's kind of awesome. I mean, and, it's like you know, kids these days. I mean, us. I mean, like you know, as much as we love you know the the Friday the Thirteenth and the mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaws, it's like kids don't you know go out on road trips as much anymore. It's yeah. not that much of a thing, and it's like. This this who can afford the gas exactly, and then it's like this this internet thing. It's like now we have Slenderman, who's who's an internet. But you see, Slenderman you know, is only just one of them. That's just but one. It's, but it's, that's one. the biggest. But it's one. like the there's the there's price. this trend of like this um, this killer we can't see. Like it follows and Slenderman and mm. the paranormal well, yeah, entities. That's, I didn't it's, see it. Follows, you can't but their see concept it. Was is Great that it was movie. a disease basically, yeah. right? And they had to. It's, Chases like you and it switches yeah. people and right, but we had physical things to be afraid. Yes, the kids these days they don't know who the enemy is. No, we had a war with a faceless enemy. Ba- yeah, basically. we had a war that nobody saw us fight or win. <laughs> you know, like, right? We didn't huh. fight the war. We didn't win the war. Hell, we even had something to see with the Desert Storm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Okay, we didn't have anything to see here. It was all. Done behind closed doors, so to and speak. And now the no. horror icon is a faceless, no. emotionless, and identityless. Horror always emulates the form. Yep. You always circle back every 10, 15 years no. back to the classic. Yeah. You're Dracula, you're Frankenstein, always the vampires. Well, that's because Universal always wants to make money. No. Well, that's true, but we, well, look, yes, the, last, yeah. group, the yes. last group of vampires we had were t- sparkly vampires that. Um, didn't drink blood at all. I didn't drink blood. They, they, they drank yeah. blood. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, we look at the girl. Yeah, we look at the girl. <laughs> the sparkly vampires. I had, to, I had to think about it. I was like, sparkly fuckers. Uh, what do they do? What yeah. do they do? I tried to sit through the first one. I'm like, did they? Did they're sitting in the sun sparkling. He's, I said that. I was sitting, I was sitting I was watching it with my sister. I'm like, is he? Is he glittery? Yes. He's got glitter on. He's sparkling. She goes. Yeah. Yes, it's romantic. Okay, stop. I have to leave the room. <laughs> Just hit pause. I have to run away. <laughs> See, went, but you know what? I don't like it at all. Yeah. But it wasn't made for me. No. no. Because I was not, nor will I ever be, a 16-year-old girl. No? And I that's mean, it, was, when, it was such a 16-year-old girl. It took me back Twilight, to like, Twilight oh, was God. Written, yeah. Twilight was written for, for, for teenage girls. girls. No, I know. And it was written for the, girl, for the women who were, at one point, 16-year-old girls. Yes. If you were never a teenage girl, then you don't understand no. the story. You don't get it. No. And I don't understand it's a written lot for them. of the other things that the girls understood. I but I like, but you know what? Fuck it. Get, make some room for us. Oh, no, no. We I'm may not make, we may make them Twilight. sparkle. We may have a couple uh, of that's problems no problem that falls it. It is, down. Well, the problem is, is that it started a trend. Yes. Okay, with horror that's been going on for a while. Because shortly after the Twilight films became successful, we took away our zombies, too. And we had a zombie love story. The Warm Bodies. Yeah. Uh, warm Bodies was, was good. pretty good. I'm not saying it wasn't good. Warm Bodies good. was good. I'm saying we're getting away from the horror and we're turning it into something else. Yeah. Okay. Horror isn't what it was. No. no. And it hasn't been for a while. But you know something? When it's Texas bigger. Chainsaw it's came bigger out, than what it was. And I think there's so much more to it well, now. I would, love it, I would love it if like... When Texas Chainsaw came out in the 70s, what do you think our William Castle parents thought of it? Oh, the kid, the parents, sure the people who grew up on they, House they on the Haunted they Hill, they like, saw Texas Chainsaw. What was that? Oh, I'm sure the this, stomachs turned and just, just yeah. This, this was garbage. exactly this what is this that horror has turned Absolutely. into? And then the people who watched Texas Chainsaw in the 70s and all that, then they got to the 80s and it turned into the silly fucking slasher, the gore. silly yeah. slasher crazy shit. And they were like, "What the hell is this shit?" Yeah. You know. A then the people is, grew up in the 80s, yeah. and now we're watching this Twilight shit and the Scream movies and everything. It's like, what the fuck is this? The thing is, is I like the William Castle houses on haunted hills and uh, stuff mm-hmm. like that. I liked the. Vincent Price days. I I, I, I don't. Vincent yeah. Price himself. I'm not. I think. I, I mean. I like him as the icon that he is. But his movies. I'm not crazy about him. Yeah, it's I, Vince. It's a Vincent Price movie. It means no matter what I watch, no matter which one it is, I'm getting the same fucking thing. Oh yeah, Vincent Price. I'm getting Vincent, Vincent Price, Price, just like yeah. John Wayne yeah. played John Wayne. Yes. But I like the '80s gore. I like the '70s sleazy exploitation <laughs> exploitation type stuff. Absolutely. You know the grindhouse yep. is referred to today. Uh, but I like that stuff. And I like the 90s serial killer slasher ones. I like the serial killer ones. Not so much the Scream. I, mean, I wasn't crazy, but Scream was Scream all was right. Scream was a spoof. When and everybody needs out, to realize that Scream was making yeah. fun of itself. Yes. No. And the first one, I enjoyed it when it came out. At this point, I'm just fucking tired of it. Are they yeah. still making them? Who knows? It's a TV they're, show. They're, or it's a TV now. show now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. MTV oh. has it. <laughs> MTV has. Oh, MTV. Screamed. That's why I don't know. Yeah, it's a yeah. scream, and they have a Teen Wolf TV series. They had. I, think I remember hearing about no, that. No, it's not. No. No, okay. it's not. No. Teen Wolf is not dead. That's they they they. And Teen Wolf was a comedy. Yep. That, uh, that my Teen Wolf was a comedy from the eighties. I love Teen Wolf. All right, Michael J. Fox. This this one's a drama. It's like Twilight. Yeah. No horror right now is just another thing. It's just going through growing pains. No. And Halloween is one of those things where, you know, the kids used to dress up in Halloween, you know, horror outfits. Yeah. And there was always that kid that got the Jason mask in my day, and he was the bad boy, you know. Um, now they're dressing up like superheroes. 
Yeah. And the kids want to be Spider-Man and they want to be Iron it's Man. Co- it's a cosplay world. That's yeah, why. it's yeah. a cosplay world. And it's not a it's not a scary monster world. It's a cosplay world. Well, yeah. they need to get... I think horror needs to take a note of what's going on. And that's why I'm trying to say that's why I love the creepypastas and the no sleep stuff. I love it. It's, mm. it's great. It is... It's the new generation of horror. It's it's viral, and it's shorter, and it's personal. Mm. The stories, almost all of them, are told from a first person perspective, and uh, specifically the the ones that are on the Reddit No Sleep forum. You write a story on there, you write it as though it's true, and anyone on the forum, when you talk about it, you treat it as though it's a true story. Mm. So it becomes immersive. Like, you watch Commando. How the fuck does he kill all those guys not get a scratch on him? Well, because he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. But but nonetheless, that's how you see it. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, you see younger kids today see those old movies and like, oh, come on, man. How am I supposed to, you know, they, they, they yeah, can't, no, they, they yeah, can't yeah. appreciate it for what it was. Right. Because yeah. that's just how they made movies at the time. Yeah. So, this new style of horror actually fixes that. You write you write a story and it hits a point in the story where it suddenly becomes unbelievable. You know? The troll will jump on it and be like, dude, I don't believe that for shit. It is now the responsibility of the writer to explain it away. Mm. So now he's gotta make it believable. Give you a reason. Yeah, he's gotta make it believable. So these things are almost like they're almost like a writing class. Where you're putting your work on there and people are reading it and you have trolls and you have fans and you have casual readers and hardcore readers into this and they're commenting and giving you notes, essentially. giving you essentially notes by treating it like it's a true story. They're pointing out the plot holes to them. It's an interesting they, way to edit. And I love yeah. no, it's that's why I love it. When you get to the really good ones in it. Yeah. You see the people who've really put work into it and they've really thought about this. How can I make this as believable as possible? Fill in the holes. Make this story work. It's almost like going back to like what the internet was when it was created, where it was supposed to connect the world and it was supposed to like, you know, put us in touch. And it's like it's it's definitely an yeah, interesting I exercise. The was for porn. The exercise. Uh, it was. The is for porn. It is still for porn, yeah. but now it's also for creepypasta. Well, one day maybe they'll have porns that you can get immersive with and give them notes. Hey, <laughs> hey, now we're talking. I like this. Look, like you know, it's choose like, your own adventure porn. There you go. It's, it's those. It's it's that porn. It's like when you're watching it, you can tell them, tell the cameraman, look, I'm, I want to see your tits. Pan pick, up. pick, pick it up. Yeah. They just hold it on. For like eight minutes. <laughs> and it's like, are they even human anymore? We could just have two dummies doing this. I mean, no, no. I want to see your tits. Come on. Up, up, higher, higher. Could you imagine you if know? like porn became like, God, what is that that game where you can like pull the audience and you can call home or whatever? Who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire? And just make it like, you know what? Let's get a third girl in there. Let's Hit the third girl friend. button. <laughs> Do you friend. want to call a lifeline? <laughs> Do you need a lifeline? Yeah, I want to phone a friend. She's not doing anything tonight. Can she come on over? <laughs> this is diving into the wrong territory. We are going into this the wrong. Sorry. Happy this Halloween, not, boys. This is not what we're here for. No, all right, all right. We're back on. We're this gonna, is we're not your children's time. Halloween show. I enjoy my horror, but I like my horror a certain way. And we've gotten away from that. But I grew up with Freddy Krueger's and Jason Voorhees, and I grew up with 
you know, Evil Dead's, you know, I had heroes and I had villains and everything was very clear. And now the the last horror movie that was truly successful, I remember, was the It Follows. And I didn't see it yet. But basically it was like a disease. Um it is, a sex, it is an STD. Yeah. All right. In the form of a physical being. And you pass it along. And that's the only way to save yourself is to pass it along to someone else. Which has got to be scary. Yeah. To the pansexuals of this new generation of kids who are growing up. See, I understand horror changes. When the, when the horror that my parents watched, definitely not the horror that I watched. Yeah. But it was closer related because my dad had um, the early Wes Cravens and the early John Carpenters. He actually would have been, he was, he, young, he was old enough, he could have seen the original Halloween mm-hmm. in theaters. I was not even alive when the original Halloween came out in theaters. Yeah, um, no, it was 76. 79. Was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but nobody was taking a baby to go see a goddamn movie. No. Not a horror no. movie. No. I, didn't, I, I can't even remember the first horror movie I saw. I really can't. It had to be like Creep Show or something like that for me. Yeah, I, was I mean, really it was one of the, um, I mean, Twilight Zone episodes. That's what I remember early memories as far as the horrifying stories and the twisted tales and stuff like that. Mm. Um, was those types of serials yeah. that I would catch on, you know, TV uh, repeats. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, even that's late for me. Like, I mean, I mean, you're you're like two years older than me, but I was watching horror earlier. So even before Tales from the Dark Side and Tales from the Crypt and those things came on, yeah, I was watching Twilight Zone, but I was watching actual horror movies when I was real young. Yeah. When I was like four or five years old, I was watching real horror movies. But you were a horror buff. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. That's why that's I'm a horror why. buff. Yeah. I, the first exposure I got to a horror movie that I remember distinctly, I was too young to be watching it. I didn't even understand what I was watching. And I, we, we, watched, we discussed this the last episode was with uh, The Shining. Yeah. I, was, I had no idea what the hell I was watching. Mm. There was blood coming down the hallway. Yeah. What the hell is this? <laughs> okay. But the first memories I have, sadly, weren't even real horror movie. Uh, it was like John Carpenter stuff. Yeah. Okay. And John Carpenter didn't always do horror. No. He did stuff like Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. And that had horror elements to it. Yeah. But it was an action movie. Yeah. Okay. And I remember that clearly. And that had a profound effect on me. Mm-hmm. Or Evil Dead 2. Yeah. Evil Dead 2 had horror elements. But it also had a hero with a chainsaw for a hand. So it got into ridiculous... It was fun. It was fun. It got into the farcical. It got into the action. You Mm -hmm. had good guys. You had bad guys. The demon was the bad guy. Ash was the good guy. And I liked that kind of horror. That was was the kind of horror that I went for. I saw Monkey Shines in the theater when I was seven. I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, I saw that when I was seven. My uncle took me to see that in the theater. And it said I had Creep Show and Halloween 3 on Laserdisc and uh, The Entity. And uh, uh, altered states. I had these on Laserdisc that just watched yeah. all the time because that's what I had. And I had VHS because my parents, you know, they bought movies there, you know. And we had HBO since I was like six or seven years old or so. So there was always horror movies on there. And again, WPIX was horror movies all the time. The late, 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 late movie because I was never much of a sleeper either. It's. Yeah, the late, late movies, I remember them. I can't remember what channel played them all the time, but that's when I got exposure to... Um, 11 and 9, mostly. Right? It was Yeah, it was 11 and 9, mostly. I remember watching the Full Moon stuff. Was, and TV 55. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the Full Moon stuff with... Um, 
uh, Puppet That's Masters. Puppet Masters. Yeah, and... and yeah. Uh, Dollman and... and Dollman uh, and uh, the Demonic Toys. Ghoulies and all those. Yeah, all yeah. those. The, the, yeah, the, the, the Charles Band movies. Yeah. Charles Band. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I loved those when I was growing up because yeah. that was just cotton candy for Dolls a was one that I loved. I have it on Blu-ray now. That was my favorite when I was young. Yeah. That was... I, the, I think that was the first Charles Band movie that he did as puppets and then after that he started he just, he just, that's, he went crazy he just, with yeah, them he, he had fun with doing Demonic the little, toys little and, creatures yeah. that were possessed by Remember whatever Evil Tunes the hot chick with the cartoon oh the cartoon yeah, yeah 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 that was cool <laughs> I remember I remember renting that and I, that was another thing we had the ability to rent these movies yeah we had the ability to go to the video store and they and knew your parents. At, yeah, so, and it was okay. And yep. my parents said it was okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, you would look at the cover and you would look at the back with the two pictures of the three pictures of the yeah. movie and you'd be like, oh, I got to see this. Yeah. The one I rented a lot when I was young was 555. I love that movie. It was terrible. It's horrible. It is so not the movie for an eight-year-old kid to be watching. It is so not that movie. I mean, this movie is about every five years for five nights a killer kills five couples you know wow but he doesn't just kill them after after he kills them he rapes the women after he kills them after he kills them so he's a necrophile on top of that so like That's a I got this movie. guy, yeah, yeah. She's like the what? cover of the movie what? is a decapitated head, and it's like a and the scene from the movie, like the guy's holding the head by I the miss, hair. Yeah, I miss the crazy covers on the video cassettes. I, lo- I love that shit. I miss. I That's really the best part. It. Chopping mall. Chopping mall with the chopping the, mall with the, the basket. Yeah. Yeah. It made no with sense. And, and it had nothing and the nothing movie, to do the movie, with the movie. The, you've seen the movie that's the yeah. hand that's the hand in the shopping the bag the hand with the shopping bag yeah, yeah. shopping okay. mall though is about a robotic security system for what? a mall that yeah. kills people yeah, the, yeah the it's the a fucking robot makes, that goes around the mall it's a robot and it goes around shooting everybody but then you go look at the cover again and you realize oh my god that's a robotic hand holding the shopping bag okay <laughs> yeah wow but they had these crazy elaborate covers and it, it was like it was like a romance novel, yeah, with Fabio on the cover yep, and the yep, girl's yep. tit hanging out totally. and everything like that. And that's what it was. You would look at the cover and going, "Man, this must be this the coolest amazing. movie ever." <laughs> and then you watched it and you're like, "What the what fuck the fuck is, is this?" But I miss those days too of going to the video store. The kids don't have that no. because now they stream everything, yeah. and now they. I mean, there's they, no cover anymore. There's now, no cover. Now they actually have to rely on the synopsis sounding good, right? And. A lot of it is weird. Before, I mean, honestly, a lot of those lot movies of, had no synopsis on the back. It was just a cover and pictures sometimes, especially the low-budget ones. That's it. It was just a picture. A killer. A, a day, Five days. And that, that's pretty much it. We had know? these crazy things to look at when we were younger. And we would pick up the movie or we would not. It would all be dependent upon the cover. There's no such thing as, I've never heard of this before. That's it. it. You don't that. sit and watch it if you've never heard of it. Yeah. And I used to watch movies all the and time. if you haven't heard of it and you're sitting in the store, you got to Google it. That's yeah. it. There's you, no, you, there's there no is no, there's anymore. no mystery anymore. No Hell, mystery. you could get the whole synopsis of the film. And you'll find out who the killer is before you even get a chance to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. okay. You're still standing in the store looking at it, and you already know the ending. Yeah, there yeah. you are. You, you know how it ends. Everybody dies. No, yeah. there was a lot of weird, wacky ass shit that came out in the mm-hmm. '80s, and you discovered them in the video store because, I mean, nobody saw Big Trouble in Little China theaters. No, nobody saw it in theaters. No. That movie made no money in theaters, but it has become such a cult film because of the video cassette world. Yeah. Okay, and everybody's like, "You got to watch this movie." Why? Because it's so bad, it's good, and it is. It's it's a bad movie, but it's a really good bad, bad movie. movie. And you know what? A lot of it had to do with the fact that John Carpenter knows how to tell a story, mm-hmm. and and Kurt Russell's fun to watch. 
Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. why they made two escape movies, and that's why... That's you know, why movies were fun back then. That's why movies were fun. <laughs> We've gotten away from the fun. We don't have the aloof heroes like that. The everyman hero. Ash was an everyman hero. He couldn't do anything right. I can relate to that. He still can't. I can relate to the fact that he can't do anything right. Okay. I can relate to Jack Burton on the Pork Chop Express. Talking out there to anybody who's listening on a dark and stormy night. But these were fun films and we don't have, I, I like, I like, besides having a good horror movie, you gotta have a good horror hero. Okay. You gotta have that hero that fights the villain. Usually you got your hapless version. You had Heather Langenkamp in the uh, Nightmare, Nightmare series. Oh, okay. Um, there was always a girl in the Friday films. Well, most of the slashers were a girl. Yeah. yeah. Most slashers had a girl, had a final girl. Yeah. Because it was like it was it was about American values. It was. You know. Uh, but and even um, when you got away from horror, you had Linda Hamilton for the Terminator series. You, yeah, we have a lot of strong Sigourney Weaver for the Alien films. Well, that was that. I know it was written as a man, but it still became a very woman role as the sequel. She made on. it that way. She did. Uh, you know, uh, again, we we had some really great heroes, and I think that really what was what uh, you know helped with the really great villains. Yeah, of, classic movies. In classic films. Mm-hmm. Classic movies. Okay, and I think that's the problem because we don't have any identity right now as a mm-hmm. society. So we don't have any identity for the villains. Yeah. We don't have any identity for the heroes. Right now we're living in a comic book world, and it makes talking about horror films difficult because there's so few of them. Um, we need a horror hero. We need a horror, you know, comic book type thing in order to get horror back, I feel. Um, there have been horror comics. I have a bunch of them. I have uh, some Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th and stuff like that. Yeah. But we need to get um, a horror icon like that. I think to do that, we got to get back to the basics. We got to get back to the start of of what makes it what it is, and 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 you see that we, happening where yeah, they we, keep we, trying to reboot the old horror old stories reboot, because yeah. that's what works. It works because it's a classic villain. It's a classic story. It's. It's it's something that preys on your initial fears. Well, people like to be scared. They do. They do. I mean, they we, they just don't like to admit it. No. Well, I'll admit it. People like to be well, scared. We like to go on roller coasters. We like to sit around a campfire and exchange stories. It's an adrenaline rush. All we of do. It. We do. We like to let the hairs on the back of our neck stand up. Horror movies are safe. You can be scared and be safe. You know what I think? The That's hard- what it is. That's why. And roller coasters. They feel like you you can feel that we, we're, fear. We're going to die. Oh, no, wait. Be, it's just a ride. But it's safe. Exactly. Yeah. It's a safe level of feeling that one thing, that one emotion that you never feel. And when you do feel it, it's in a life and death situation. Or it's not even life and death. When fear occurs in your life, it's never fun. Mm. You can't enjoy it. It's not a controlled situation. Yeah, it's You're exactly. Out of it's, an, it's, it's out, out of control. It's an out of control situation. When it comes to movies and roller coasters and stories and controlled. things like this, it's totally controlled. So you can enjoy it. When it's something like a job interview, you're scared to death of what's going to happen at that. These movies and stories, they create that. And people get to experience it, but still be safe. And at the end of the day, they can go home and know that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. But they got to feel that adrenaline rush mm-hmm. that comes with 
fear. And I think, that's why people like horror movies. I think so we also much. have to make a turn from this. Like horror became so much about the internal monster. It became about the human monster. Like especially in the nineties with the serial killers and since then it's been about the human monster. And now we're kind of doing this like paranormal supernatural inhuman we had kind for, of yeah we had the run for a while with the the torture porn with the the saw films yeah. and stuff like that which was um, real it was you know a human was doing this right uh, then we got away from we've got we we ended the Saw series and now we're on Paranormal Activity that's been going on for the past what five years? No, yeah, it's been Four lots years. of ghosts Eight. and demons ghosts. and things Eight we can't see until the last three seconds of the film. Right when we pan up to it, right at the end, and then all of a sudden we see the thing with the teeth. Yeah. Okay, or whatever the hell, because I've only seen one. And of people them. don't like that because it's quick and it's over. Yeah. Well, because it's it. a huge buildup for this little suit, ending, but that's like that's a realistic it. ending. And yet they've and made five of them. Five yeah. of them. Yeah, but you know what, you know what I think it is too. Oh, it's like you know, the, by having something you can't see, it's more scary. Because I mean, we're at this point where it's like, I want to see somebody get really decapitated. You could probably find that video on the internet somewhere. Yeah, you could find a picture of that somewhere on the internet. It's like all the dark and the and the and the terrifying, the bad things are are at our fingertips, and we have to figure out how we find horror in a world that already has so much of. It available. Well, that's it. We have so much of it available, and it's, everything is readily available. I mean, literally, we walk around now with computers in our pockets. Yeah. This technology was science fiction. This idea of a smartphone. Man, would have this have been cool when we were kids to have? Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I think I would have done so many much worse things. I mean, we would have done worse than send nudie pictures to one yeah. another. Uh, we we have these these little computers in our pockets and oh my god if we had cell phones when we were young we'd all be in jail right now mm-hmm. it's amazing that we're we'd not. be in jail it's amazing mm-hmm. that we're not yeah um, it's amazing that we're not arresting kids left and right that's the thing though kids kids now they know that that's a constant thought they know that certain things you can't do it anymore oh uh, yeah just that's can't. it it's amazing you can't get that's away savvy. with it so when you're when the audience is that savvy mm-hmm. when the audience is that aware. How do you frighten them? Get back to basics. And what are basics for horror? That's what we're going to talk about. The mythology of it. That's what we're going to talk about today. That's, that's well, I, I, I found something interesting, but we'll, 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 we'll let uh, you we'll let you lead the way. We're we're going to take a little break. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to give you the origins Ooh. of Halloween. Here on Channel X, and uh, we have a little story for you all. I'll tell you, we're talking about getting back to basics when it comes to horror movies and horror stories in general. There is a history to the Jack O' Lantern. 
Indeed, there is. Uh, it's actually a story I came across a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, I've told the story actually to a couple of Halloween aficionet aficionados. And mm-hmm. surprisingly, not many have known the history of the jack-o'-lantern. It's, it's funny how we go through these motions of, you know, the pumpkins and the obsession and the connection of pumpkins and pumpkin everything. Yeah. But we're not really sure why. It's such a it's such a important part of Halloween, yet no one knows why. So I'm going to tell you. Okay, Eric, here we- did you know there was a history to the jack-o'-lantern? There is a history to everything. It stands to reason that there would be a history with the jack-o'-lantern. Uh-huh. What it is, fuck if I know. But there's always a history. Everything stems from something. Everything has a mythology of some sort. It's something we've been doing so long. Cutting out the pumpkin, taking out the guts, putting little holes for the eyes, and... Uh, Sticking a candle in there so we won't trip on the stoop when we go trick-or-treating to everybody's house. Uh, You know, you just don't think about it anymore. It just becomes something that's ingrained in our society, and we just do it, you know? But there's always a story, and it's usually something interesting that you weren't expecting. What is it? I'm going to surprise you. Ooh, surprise. It all goes back to the devil. The devil. As it typically does. (laughs) The most basic of villains. We're going to go right back to basics. We're going right back, back, to back to basics. Right back to the beginning. Who? The devil. The original bad guy. That's right. And what's the name of the story? It is called The Legend of Stingy Jack. There once lived a wicked, tight-fisted man named Stingy Jack. Stingy Jack was not only deceitful, but also a liar and a thief. One night, Stingy Jack passed out from too much drink, and as his soul floated free, the devil came to claim it. Stingy Jack, who considered himself a good deal more tricksy than the devil himself, was agreeable, but said to the devil, I'll give you my soul, but first let us share one last drink. Now even the devil enjoys a drink now and again, so who is he to refuse Jack's final request? They went to Jack's favorite pub. However, Jack had no money for the drink. Normally he just would have stiffed the bartender. So Jack said to the devil, why don't you turn yourself into a sixpence to pay for the drink? Later, when you've disappeared, the good Christian people of this town will be fighting over where that sixpence disappeared to. Now the devil especially liked the idea of sending good Christians to fighting over nothing. So he agreeably turned himself into a sixpence, which Jack immediately pocketed next to his cross. This trapped and infuriated the devil. Jack knew there was no escaping for the devil, so he decided to strike a bargain. He would free the devil if the devil would agree to leave him alone for ten years. The devil, having no choice, of course agreed. Ten years later, the devil showed up to claim Jack's soul. Jack, who still considered himself more tricksy than the devil, agreed. But first, I would wonder if you wouldn't mind climbing that apple tree to get an old man one last apple. The devil, who himself liked to enjoy an apple once in a while, agreed and climbed the tree. But once he was up in the tree, Jack surrounded the tree with crosses, and the devil was once again trapped. Jack told the devil he would only release him if he agreed to forever leave him alone. The devil, who had about enough of this old trickster, agreed. Several years later, Stingy Jack finally died. He went to the gates of heaven, but he was refused for his life of wickedness and thievery. Jack, not knowing where else to turn, went to the gates of hell. The devil, remembering his earlier encounters with Jack, refused him admittance. Jack was now doomed to walk the earth for eternity. 
but the devil took a pity on him and gave him a single ember from hell to light his way. Jack put the ember inside a hollowed-out turnip, which he carried with him as it was his favorite food. So the moral of this story is that it's time to mend your ways. Be generous in giving for the remainder of your days. For if the devil doesn't want you and heaven turns you away, you're doomed to wander in darkness with only a turnip to light your way. And that is the tale of Stingy Jack. I did not know anything about Stingy Jack before this evening. I didn't. I didn't know there was a stingy guy named Jack. He's Irish. And I did not know he was Irish. The that's turnip, why they that's, boil that's, food. That's why they boil food. Because so if, that they if, can if carve your favorite it food easier. is a turnip. Yeah. And it wasn't even a pumpkin. It was a turnip. Well, fun fact is that they did turnips in Ireland, but when they came to America where pumpkins are plentiful, they discovered that the pumpkin is easier to carve than a turnip. Thank you, Vanna. I would imagine so. First off, the pumpkin is about eight times the size of a turnip. It must make things a whole lot so easier. It's gotta make things a lot easier. I'm just saying. But a turnip. I'm it sorry, started I'm with a turnip. A terrible vision. My sister, my sister's preggers, and she has been posting the size of her baby. And it's the size of a turnip. Fruit, and this week it was the size of a turnip. It's the size of a turnip. So we could carve it right now. <laughs> That's terrible. That's just obscene. You can't. <laughs> that do was that. a terrible vision. I was happy. You're gonna carve up a pregnant lady. <laughs> that was terrible. We could carve it up right now and and make stick a okay, stick. Please a, stop. That's that's my future niece or nephew. Stick a candle that's in it. That's my future niece or nephew. Please stop. How do you stick a candle? It wasn't a candle. It was an amber. An amber. That he got from the it devil? It was the burning ember from the fires of hell. Huh. Because, you know, when you're dealing That's with the devil. That's where you would get it when from. When you're dealing with the devil. <laughs> it's where you're going to get fire from. Right. Um, I guess when you're the devil, you're like, how oh, How big poor was guy. this turnip? Here's, I mean, Jesus, that you could stick an amber from hell. I would imagine an amber from hell is fairly, fairly large. I think you would, like, burn through the turnip? The turnip I would imagine of, because it's it, from hell. Like, Mer- turnip was made of Teflon. It was indestructible. <laughs> oh. Teflon turnip. It was it was uh, adamantium, adamantium turn up, adamantium shell, schnick schnick, with, with an unobtainium skeleton. Oh, unobtainium! Fuck. All right, you know what? We can't. I'm too tired for all of this. We can't. We can't. All right. So turnips. Yep. Not pumpkins. No. Well, but pumpkins are plentiful in America. Are we are we not educated audience? Mm, well, to go back to what we were discussing earlier, we were talking about the internet, mm. and we were talking about what kids today could possibly be afraid of slender man yes that's it mm. well the internet forums have become a wonderful thing for writers when it comes to things like creepypastas and 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 reddits uh they have brought back the audio drama as a result of it these stories which are out there on the public to enjoy on websites uh there are a lot of podcasts that have sprung up just reading these things, just reading these awesome stories, putting mm. some great music behind them. And I'm going to say that's about 70% of the podcasts I listen to at this point. They're amazing. I love them. But again, audio drama. We're going back to basics. basics. It's all about mm-hmm. the basics. That's how yep. we're freaking people out now. And this overabundance of stories. I, it's, it's like the new generations of writers are just kind of... I'm going to write and I'm going to put it out there. 
And I just want people to, to, to read my stories. Yeah, no. You know, the capitalism of the world kind of destroyed that. And everything had to be sold and everything had to be marketed and priced and put out there. And you couldn't just take somebody's story and read it publicly without getting your ass sued. Yeah, copyright. You know? Yeah, no, we, we got away of the fun of storytelling. We got away from the fun of all of it. Yeah. I mean, all of it, really. We got away from the fun of everything. It was all mass marketed. It was all selling action figures and yep. video games. Uh, uh, even Saw had a video game, for Christ's sake. You know, and it was uh, terrible. I haven't played it. I'm it's not terrible. playing that shit. That's not, it was ridiculous. I knew that was bad going in. It was. It's all puzzles. It's puzzles. It's a puzzle game. Yeah. It's Mario, but with horror. Mm. Uh, you know, we got away from it being what it was, which was about fun, about scaring you a little bit. Giving you a rush, and um, well, it's, a- it's so much of the basics. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to you know. We all carry around our headphones. And we all have our i iPhones and iPods and mm-hmm. all these things. And, and to to have something where you can have a relationship with a with a piece of art, with something you can like interact with and and, yep. and have a hand in, where it's like a lot of these sites they they do the trolls get on there mm-hmm. and they call the writers out and the writers respond and it's 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 creating conversation finally this this internet that was supposed it, to be created certain, to connect us is yeah, finally doing so in certain areas and certain aspects it really is opening up the the communication yeah which we started with online and then we got away from and now even though with all of the social networks and everything like that i find we're on so unsociable hmm because mm-hmm. we don't have to be. I don't need to see you. I know what's going on with your yeah. life already. I, I liked your photo. What are you talking about? Talking I liked about? your status. I, I, I liked it, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. have to read it. I just hit the like button. You went, you went to the We're gym. Friends. You lost five pounds. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I like it. Like, you know, thumbs up. That's it. Click like. You don't or have to BFS. say anything. That's I don't it. have to do anything anymore. Just hit that like button. I don't like have button. to do anything. I don't have to ask you what kind of exercises you're doing. I don't have to ask what kind of diet you're doing. Oh, you went to the gym. Like you. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. But... Self-publishing is becoming more and more popular. Yeah. Um, we've been doing it for a number of years now. I mean, if you want to get your book published, Amazon. you can self-publish it on a Kindle for minimum amount of money. Hell, it won't cost you any money to upload it. You only pay a certain amount of money to Amazon after it's out there and uh-huh. somebody buys it. And that's great. Yeah. That's how I do my sales on Amazon. It costs me nothing to put it up. It's a, it's a fairly good uh-huh. deal. And, you know, as much as we all want to have that book sitting on our shelf, we're kind of running out of room on our shelves. We just buy stuff that we can't even we can't, hold we, anymore. We can't, we, even, we, we can't even. We buy stuff, then we pay for a place to keep our stuff. That's right. That's not where we live. That's right. And we go <laughs> we and We pay visit for a place stuff. to live. Yeah, we go visit our stuff in their in their own apartment. But, like, only for a little bit. It's like you just got to put your stuff in storage. I'm just visiting visit it because it I got to put some twice, more stuff and then, in there. Then, yeah. And then just come something exactly. And I'll look at my other stuff. Yeah, oh, there's something oh, in there. Remember I, gotta... that? I bought that a while ago, <laughs> but I can't put it in a spot for it. <laughs> but we're all hoping to get a bigger place to put our stuff. Yeah. And we can't afford to. Because nope. yeah. we keep buying stuff. Too much stuff. It's too much shit. Yeah. But, um, so let's get back to basics. Basics. Back to basics, which is kind of what this story is about. The story is about a father telling a story to his son. Mm. Uh, the story is called A Story to Scare My Son. Because that's what you should be doing with your son. Yeah. That's what you should scaring be doing. Scaring the shit. Yeah. What are you doing? But I mean, I'm that's what we. Story. That's what we had. That's what. It's that's a what cautionary tale. We all grew up with cautionary tales. That's and a, that's what this well, was. Well, isn't that what a horror story, isn't that the campfire story was a cautionary tale? Yeah. 
mm-hmm. uh, mythology, Greek myths, everything like that. There yep. were always tales to make everybody aware of something. Don't do that. Don't mm-hmm. touch that. Remember what happened to Adam and Eve? Now they have to wear clothes. Yeah. Well, this is a cautionary tale for the internet generation. Mm. Mm. So let's get into that. A story to scare my son. Mm. Son, we need to have a chat about internet safety. I slowly crumpled down onto the floor next to him. His laptop was open and he was playing Minecraft on a public server. His eyes were locked into the action. Comments scrolled down the side of the screen in a chat box. Son, can you stop your game for a minute? He exited the world, closed the laptop, and looked up at me. Dad, is this going to be another cheesy, scary story? What? I faked hurt feelings for a second, and then grinned at him. I thought you liked my cautionary tales. He grew up listening to my stories about children who encountered witches, ghosts, werewolves, and trolls. Like many generations of parents, I use scary stories to reinforce morals and teach lessons about safety. Single dads like me should use all the parenting tools at their disposal. He scrunched his face a little. They were fine when I was six, but now that I'm getting older, they don't scare me anymore. They seem kind of silly. If you're going to tell a story about the internet, can you make it really, really scary? I squinted at him incredulously. He folded his arms. Dad, I'm ten, and I can handle it. Hmm. Okay, I'll try. I began. Once upon a time, there was a boy named Colby. His expression indicated that he wasn't impressed with the terror of the introduction. He sighed deeply and settled in for one of Dad's cheesy stories. Colby went online and joined several children's websites. After a while, he started talking to other kids in-game and on the message boards. He made friends with another 10-year-old boy named Helper23. They liked the same video games and shows. They laughed at each other's jokes. They explored new games together. After several months of friendship, Colby gave Helper23 six diamonds in a game they were playing. This was a very generous gift. Colby's birthday was coming up and Helper 23 wanted to send him a cool present in real life. Colby figured it wouldn't hurt to give Helper 23 his home address as long as he promised not to tell it to any strangers or grown-ups. Helper 23 swore he wouldn't tell anyone else, not even his own parents, and set about mailing the package. I paused the story and asked my son, Do you think that was a good idea? No, he said, shaking his head vigorously. In spite of himself, he was getting into the story. Well, neither did Colby. Colby felt guilty about giving away his home address, and his guilt began to grow and grow. By the time he put on his pajamas the next night, his guilt and fear were larger than anything else in his life. He resolved to admit the truth to his parents. The punishment would be steep, but it was worth it to have a clear conscience. He squirmed in his bed as he waited for his parents to tuck him in. My son knew the scary part was coming up. In spite of his tough talk, he leaned forward wide-eyed. I spoke quietly and deliberately. He heard all the noises of the house. The washing machine bounced around in the laundry room. Branches scraped against the brick outside his room. His baby brother cooed in the nursery, and there were some other noises he couldn't quite pinpoint. Finally, his dad's footsteps echoed down the hall. Hey, Dad, he called out nervously. I have something to tell you. 
His dad stuck his head in the doorway at a weird angle. In the darkness, his mouth didn't seem to move, and the eyes were all wrong. Yes, son? The voice was way off, too. Are you okay, Dad? The boy asked. Uh-huh, sung the father, in his strangely affected voice. Colby pulled his covers up defensively. Um, is Mom around? Here I am. Mom's head popped into the doorway below Dad's. Her voice was an unnatural falsetto. Were you about to tell us that you gave our home address to Helper 23? You shouldn't have done that. We told you never to give out your personal information on the internet. She continued. He wasn't really a kid. He just pretended to be one. Do you know what he did? He came to our house, broke in, and murdered both of us just so he could spend some time with you. A fat man in a wet jacket emerged in the child's doorway, holding the two severed heads. Colby shrieked and gasped as the man dropped the heads on the ground, unsheathed his knife, and moved into the room to work on the boy. My son screamed too. He twisted his hands defensively over his face, but we were just getting started with the story. After several hours, the boy was almost dead and his screams had become whispers. The killer noticed the wailing of a baby in another room and removed his knife from Colby. This was a special treat. He had never murdered a baby before and was excited about the prospect. Helper 23 left Colby to die and followed the cries through the house like a homing beacon. In the nursery, he walked to the crib, picked the baby up and held it in his arms. He moved towards the changing table to get a better look, but as he held the baby, the crying died down. The baby looked up and smiled. Helper 23 had never held the baby, but he gently bounced it in his arms like a pro. He wiped his bloody hands on the blanket so he could stroke the baby's cheek. Hey there, sweet little guy. The beautiful rage of sadism melted into something warmer and softer. He walked out of the nursery, took the baby home, named him William, and raised him as his very own. After I finished the story, my son was visibly shaken. Between ragged staccato breaths, he stammered, but, but Dad, my name's William. I gave him a classic dad wink and tousled his hair. Of course it is, son. William ran up the stairs to his bedroom in a fury of sobs. But deep down, I think he liked the story. <laughs> that was classic. A bit of a twist at the end. A little bit. A little bit of a twist oh, at what the end. twist? wasn't quite M. Night Shyamalan twist. But it was a twist. It was a twist. Because you're like, wait a minute, what? You actually had to, I, I, it's like, wait a minute, read that last sentence again? <laughs> yeah. He enjoyed the story. No, it was good. I like that. Moving forward from Cautionary Tales, mm. we move into... Well, I was, I, was, I was leaning more towards the superstitions okay. that go okay. along with Halloween, which there's a ton. No. ton. Oh, there's too many. There's too many. I'm not even going to get into all of them. I just I found this interesting list. It's like some things I've heard of, mm-hmm. some things we've all heard of, some things I'm like, wait a minute, what? Some of them are just plain ridiculous. <laughs> Those are actually the most fun because you're like, no, that's just stupid. <laughs> that's just dumb. <laughs> that's just dumb. Uh, I, I have one that's particular. As, as, as like a black cat crossing your path is not dumb. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Or stepping on a crack and breaking your, your mother's back, your Stop father's back. Stop that because you could do that. 
In New York, do you know how many times I've walked my uh, broken my mother's back? Step on a line, break oh your father's God. spine. It's amazing my mother's able to walk straight at all. <laughs> all right, no. Oh, okay, so here's the. This is from frightbites.com. All right, Ooh. frightbites.com. Bites as in B Y B Y. You got that? Clever. Clever. As in bring your own bite. That's right. Uh, if you hear footsteps behind you on this night of Halloween. Only on Halloween. Only on, on Halloween. Halloween. Don't, don't look back. It may be the dead following you. Turning back could mean that you will soon join the dead. Ooh. I've never heard that one before. No. Makes sense. But why would the dead be following me? I'm not that interesting. You know, but I think it's like a I think it's like a natural kind of fear. Like I have this thing with stairs. Darkened stairs. It creeps me the hell out. Like when I have to go up a flight of stairs and it's dark, I'm convinced there's something behind me. Well, I think that's that's a childhood fear. Like that that basement Coming out of the basement in the dark, there's something that's going to grab your ankles as you're coming up the steps. Yeah. Especially, no, there is. Yeah, well, well, that's because you put it there. Oh. <laughs> uh, but, you got to stop hiding back down especially there. Especially the staircases that we had when we were, that, that had no back to the stairs. It was just steps. Oh. I have one it of those in my, yeah, my, my place in Pennsylvania. It's just yeah. it's boards. There's no backs. Yeah, there's just nothing there. Boards. Yeah, what's so, up back so there? So it's like a yeah. hand could not only it could grab your feet through the stairs. That's right. And you swore it was because the light, which was at the top of the staircase, <laughs> didn't actually illuminate behind the stairs. I'm like, I, I literally just got a chill picturing myself walking up the stairs in Pennsylvania, and they're like incredibly steep. And it's like you know, if somebody were to grab me, that would suck. That's it. You're done. done. I'm done. done. You're done. I actually got a chill. Jesus. All right. That's the. All right. All right. All right, so, yes, we're always being followed. I've been followed my entire life. It follows. It follows. It follows. No, Apparently but we've does. always had that. We, we always get that feeling of something following us. You have that. that but it's there, yeah. It's there, but it's not. It could be the dead. Uh, Don't look back. Could be the entity. It could be the yeah, entity. Why would you bring that back up? I'm still having, I'm still having nightmares from the I entity. Put the entity on for her. She watched the entity oh. for the first time. Really? Oh. Oh, you okay? The Romstein. Oh, soundtrack. I don't know. I don't know. That Romstein soundtrack. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Imagine that playing while you're walking up the stairs, waiting dun, for the guy to grab your ankle. I would like to walk around with the soundtrack. <laughs> I would. I would like to walk around with a soundtrack. Would it be Rammstein too? Uh, no, I would be something like you know uh, Queen. <laughs> I can't. All right. So uh, tying a knot into a handkerchief wards off evil. I've heard this. Yes. This one I know. This one I've heard yes. of. I've never heard this. Yes. yes. Tying it in a knot that's, wards that's, off evil. Yeah. yeah. Some of these I've heard. Some of these I've heard. Um, carrying a lump of bread in your pocket when walking in the dark, it will serve as an offering to ghosts. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Okay. Well, you're Irish. I'm Irish, so. That's why. <laughs> Irish in their bread. Uh, Soda bread, too. Soda yeah, bread. well, if you're going to carry around bread. <laughs> you're going to carry bread? Make it hard as a rock. <laughs> so you can't carve a jack-o'-lantern yeah. into it. <laughs> All right, if you do not want to be haunting a graveyard anytime soon, be sure you do not look at your shadow in the moonlight. Mm, I've heard that one. Doing yeah. so on All Hallows' Eve Uh-oh. will guarantee your death within a short, short span of time. Son yeah. of a bitch. I think I'm dead already. Well, I've been saying that for years. But, yeah, don't look at your shadow. Huh. While walking in a graveyard. 
No, you don't want to be haunting a graveyard. If you you'll haunt, haunt a graveyard. graveyard. You'll haunt a yeah. graveyard. If you look at your shadow by the moonlight on, on Halloween. Halloween. That's isn't on that in the Hallow's song? Eve. It's on whole hollow. That's a typo negative song. I know. Yes, it, it is. On Hollow's Eve. Yeah, uh, I gotta now re-listen to that song to see if they mention shadows. All right, girls. Oh. I love this one. Girls who carry a lamp to a spring of water on this night can see their future husband in the reflection. Oh, I'm so doing that this year. Oh shit. Shit. Well, if it's someone other than me, then I know where this relationship's going. <laughs> well, it's okay. I'll just tell you look at What's your shadow in the moonlight. When you, when you stick girls in the equation of superstitions, it, sh- it always has to do with Prince fucking Charlie. Yeah, it, it does. does. It does. It really does. Every every female superstition fails the Bechdel test. I'm telling you. If you see a ghost... Now, this one's truly ridiculous. <laughs> we're getting ridiculous now. We're going to get ridiculous. Now. Now, now we're getting ridiculous. The spring of water wasn't ridiculous. This is ridiculous. If you see a ghost... Walk around it nine times, <laughs> and it will disappear. Let me have the presence of mind when I'm face to face with a ghost. When to you walk hold around the ghost, it yeah, hold it, hold it, one still. second, hold it, apparition. Just Don't wait move. There a moment. I gotta run around you nine times. See that would that would pay off now, to be the now, flash. You'd be like flash, come here. What would happen if you chased? If the ghost started chasing you? Like you start running around it and it starts chasing behind you, dude. It, and now it's running specific. in circles with First you. First off, why is the ghost running? <laughs> well, floating. You know, just kind of. I think you right can outrun you. something that's floating. To be honest, why are we scared of ghosts? How away? big of a circle are you making around it? It doesn't specify I mean, the size. But I mean, what happens if the ghost was chasing you and then stops and you keep going and then run into the ghost? If wow, that's like some meta. Ghost. All right, I'm going to be honest with you. That This one was just ridiculous, and I was just sharing it because of its ridiculousness of it. I didn't think about the logistics of it. <laughs> it's well, you should have prepared more. more. It, just, it just got more ridiculous. I didn't think about that, because why would I? <laughs> well, listen, why would I run we around didn't, a ghost nine We're not really thinking about this. We're just reacting to your yeah, rules. I mean, why would I run around a ghost nine times? We're just trying to figure out exactly how this would work. Yeah. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Well, then why would they say to do it? Maybe the reason it? the ghost disappears after nine times because it's dizzy. <laughs> it's like fuck this guy. <laughs> it's like, fuck this guy. This why retarded. the hell am I trying to? He just made me dizzy. I'm going to scare the shit out of him. Fuck this. I'm leaving. I got to find it. Some there's some something wrong with virgin. this dude. Find the eighth it. time. The eighth I'm time. Gonna, it would have been okay. But that maybe ninth that's time. That's why ghosts forget it. Maybe that's why ghosts come at you in your bed at night when you're you unsuspecting can't run. because you can't run around because there's too many motherfuckers running outside. Yeah. <laughs> What's like I was trying to get that fucking guy I, next like, door. Fuck it, I'm going to the attic. Look, that motherfucker of that house over there, <laughs> and where nobody's running around like a fucking idiot. And if they do, they hit their head on the slanted ceiling. I'm telling you. <laughs> All of a sudden, this guy just started running around me. He scared the shit out of me. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this. Like, Wait, I got another one with three coming up. But uh, okay. Let, me, okay. let me do this one first. If a candle lighted as part of a ceremony blows out. It is a sign that evil spirits are nearby. That one I heard of. Well, that's in every damn movie. Every damn horror movie with a candle. The candle's got to go that out. candle's getting blown out. Evil spirits nearby. Okay. All right. So I, I can, I can, I can, I can get down with that one. Yeah, that one I can get down. Well, with. how does that work with the birthday? Because technically, it's like a. It could well, blow because on you're its own. blowing out. You're blowing it out. Yeah. Maybe you're, you're the evil spirit. Yeah. Oh, oh snap. whoa. Well, do you think then, you think maybe that ghosts can see the candles? You think that maybe when the ghosts see your candles lit on the birthday cake and you blow it out, that scares them? 
Like, whoa, there's a human. No, around. because you didn't run around in a circle Maybe around we, them. We're, 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 we're not really as uh, powerful with our lungs as we think, and there's actually a ghost over our shoulder blowing out the candles and helping us out. Give me your cigarette. See what happens. All right. Here's your three. Oh, here we go. If you hear a n- three knocks. Oh, Jesus. He will knock five times. And no one is there. Four. Four. No one is there. Oh. If you hear three knocks and no one is there, you're losing your shit. No. It is usually it usually means someone close to you has died. The stupid the superstition called this three knocks of death. I have a story to go with that later on. Oh. When a good life was lived, flowers will grow on the deceased's grave. But if the deceased was evil, weeds weeds will grow. Think about that next time you go visit your friend. The old Celtic custom was to light great bonfires on Halloween. And after these had burned out to make a circle of ash of of each fire within the circle and near the circumference... Now we're getting this is getting serious. <laughs> this is getting, like, Each we need, member we need some common core for this. Yeah, we need some common core for this. Each member of the various families that helped to make the fire would place a pebble. If on the next day any of the any stone was out of place, uh, okay, or had been damaged, I know this one. It was held to be an indication that one of one of, to whom the stone belonged would die within nice. twelve months. Yep. This I remember. Yes. Okay. All right. The next time you two have an argument, never slam a door. You might hurt a ghost who haunts you for the rest of your life. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) This is so stupid. You got to let doors can never slam a door. You might hurt a ghost who will haunt you for the rest of your life. I don't slam doors because I'm afraid I'm gonna scare the dog. Dogs can see uh, ghosts. Maybe that's why he's so quiet. He's like, this house could be completely off. Do you see off. what the fuck is going on here? The party that's happening around you, motherfuckers. Dude, like we could be like just swimming in ghosts right now. Could, like you know, could just be like, there's no air. There's just you know, ghosts. It's like that old superstition I heard that every time you yawn, a ghost sticks his dick in your mouth. That one I've never heard of. No. <laughs> All right, Halloween. Gotta have a Halloween black cat story. Kill a black cat on Halloween, and you'll have seven years of bad luck. What if I kill the black cat with a mirror? Then, then you have 14 years of shit luck. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, like, cancel each other out? No. They compound. No. Mm-hmm. When you get two superstitions like that, that's just a big fuck you. That's it. It's just... So what if it's, like, three cats and five mirrors? What the fuck? What the fuck would you do that for? <laughs> why would you have five shit. mirrors and why would you have three cats? Common core that shit. Honestly. Figure it out. Thunder following a funeral means that the dead person's soul has reached heaven. I've heard that. I've never heard that. No. No, my grandmother told me that when uh, thunder happens, it means that uh, God's the bowling. Are bowling. Yeah. Apparently, we all had the same grandmother. Yeah. Italian. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I had a friend who uh, his, his stepfather was a drummer, and when he died, it was like the loudest thunderstorm uh, in like the history so, of the world of the world of my life, and like Mount Vesuvius went off. Yeah, so we said that that was he finally got his 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 drum set in heaven, and somebody told me that one. Okay. If a bat flies into your house or into a house, it's a sign that ghosts are about, and maybe the ghost let the bat in. 
You will have bad luck if you do not stop the clock in the room where someone dies. Well, that's the, the Jewish yeah. tradition, yeah. They, they, these are just superstitions that are Halloween-related. These aren't necessarily religious, but they may have religious well, correlation. Superstition and religion. or yeah. Superstitions and religion are Neighbors. the same thing. Cousins, if you hold your breath cousins. while you drive by a cemetery, yep. evil yep. spirits can enter your body. Yep. Okay. If bats come out early and fly around playfully, then it's a sign of good weather to come. Hmm. Huh. Playfully. How do you know if the bats are being playful? <laughs> Fuck if I know how, how a bat's exactly being playful. Do you know if they're... Look at the way they're fluttering. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I got another one for bats. If a bat flies around the house three times... It is a death omen. Like one, two, three. Inside or outside? It, around a house. Well, I would think that if if the ghost lets him in and then he flies <laughs> around the room fucking, three times, that's a sign that you fucked. need to use your trouble. Screwed. You are fucked. You're in trouble. All right, more black cat action. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right. If a black cat meows <laughs> on your porch oh, or near a window, a death will soon occur in your family. What if it's your cat? I had a black cat when I was younger. Porch. I did too. Uh, you know, and honestly, this may account for a lot of the shit that's gone wrong in my life. She was just there all the time, meowing and you know, eating Doritos and drinking milk out of my glass. It may be that you know, she's killing your whole fucking family. <laughs> she's been killing everything. Yeah, my sex life, my family. <laughs> I don't know. We had a black cat, and I'm okay. Well, fuck you. Well, peel an apple from top to bottom. The person with the longest unbroken peel would be assured the longest life. If you threw the apple peel over your shoulder, the initial it forms upon landing is the initial of your future mate. How ridiculous is this superstition? Most superstitions are ridiculous. I'm looking at your face like that, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> See, you say that, but then like when I was a kid, we did the soda. This, I'm looking. You say soda, and soda you're moving your hands. Soda, yeah, soda you gotta top. give me more. The, the A, B, C. Oh, yeah. And I always got M, and I always got S. E, right there. Yeah, I always went through the alphabet twice, so that says a lot. See, but no, even when I was a kid, I always got M's and S's. I always got M first name, S last name, and I was always like M. Who the fuck do I know who has an M name? You didn't. Don't point at a grave, or your finger will rot off. What? OMG. What? What happens if you point a camera? Why are you pointing a camera at a grave? We like it's to in the to, script. That's we like, why. We like to go into the cemetery and take pictures. What? Popular Halloween <laughs> game. Bobbing for apples. Uh-huh. Who's actually ever done that? I have. Really? Yeah, and I sucked at it. All right, when bobbing for apples, it is Here. believed that the first person to bite an apple would be the first to marry. That sounds like the hardest thing to do. It always has. Like, yeah. who wins this yeah. fucking? Nobody. Yeah. I gotta be honest with you. I remember the one time we played it, and the one kid that dunked his head in ended up getting like because you bite the apple, you get the sliver, he's got the drool. Yeah. Went into the water. Nobody wanted to play after that. <laughs> I All would, right. I would think so. You would think <laughs> so. Like uh, the and whole. It, it's a. It's a bucket of backwash. It's yeah. a. It really is. I mean, it's just a bucket of bacteria. <laughs> who would want to go in? 
so and the then fork, eat the apples that are in it. In it. Yeah, you, 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 that's it. And you bit into the so apple. So and you it. stick your whole face in there. The water goes in and bring. It comes out your nose. It comes out your mouth. It comes out your eyes and every. And it's, it's just like every. You got like ten holes in your head. That this water can enter and then exit right back into the bucket with. See, at the same time, it's like you know, who, when you play second blow with a credit card, it's like that credit card has been wiped across how many machines and like nonsense. That's an actual game. I thought it was just in the movie. Yeah. If you go to a crossroads on Halloween and listen to the wind, you will learn all the most important things that mm-hmm. will befall you during the next twelve months. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You've done this. Oh yeah. What did you hear? I heard nothing. Nothing, because it's fucking wind. <laughs> All right? And wind doesn't talk. <laughs> nothing. I heard nothing. Nothing. And then, you know what? For the next 12 months, I lay in a coma. Nothing. <laughs> nothing happened. Because you got some germs on that wind. Pneumonia came no, on I that wind. I just collapsed right there, and a year later, I woke up, and I was married, and we had a dog in a house. I, I didn't know how, what happened, how it... I had no idea. A person born on Halloween... Can see and talk to spirits. Well, that's an interesting talent. That's cool. Do we know anybody who's born on Halloween? No. No. Yes. Well, when we... Get, you know what? Who? The girl at my job, her sister. Do you know her? I met her. Okay. Well, you know what we do? Let's just wait till Facebook tells us whose birthday Whose birthday's on yeah. Halloween. And we'll and just... And we'll dude, dude, dude. We need you Did you podcast. see any spirits? What did you see? We probably over to the podcast. We have a podcast. With you. I have another page. Angelina was supposed to be born on Halloween. Let's go through the good ones. You want to prevent ghosts from uh, coming into your house? Yeah, sure. Yes. How do you prevent a ghost from coming? Bury in? animal bones or a picture of an animal near the doorway. Apparently, the ghosts in Britain. People believe that the devil was a nut gatherer. A At nut gatherer. A nut gatherer. Mm. At Halloween, nuts were used as magic charms. All right, we were talking about owls recently. Yes. yes. Many people used to believe that owls swooped down to eat the souls of the dying. If they heard an owl hooting, they would become frightened. A common remedy was thought to be turning your pockets inside out, and you would be safe. I've heard of pockets inside out making you safe, but... Now you know why. No, I really don't know why. No, I just no, it doesn't make any owls. goddamn sense. <laughs> but it has to do with keeping the owls from taking your soul. I've got one. You got one? Yep. Take the sand out of someone's tracks. Mix the sand with red pepper and throw mm. it into a running stream of water. That will cause the person to run themselves to death. I'm going to wow. try this. Yeah. It's also a good way to lose weight. Yeah. I'll be the new fashion, the I new know fitness a guy, craze. I know a guy that could use a little sand and uh, chili pepper. Chili pepper? Well, listen, while you do that, you should sign up because uh, Jillian Michaels is running the new fitness craze Ooh. competition show. So if that works, then I think you're golden. All right, now this one I know. This one we all do this. We all knock yeah. on wood. Knock on wood, yeah. All right, yeah. it keeps bad luck away. All right. If you see a spider on Halloween... It could be the spirit of a dead loved one who is watching you. Really? A little freaky. Huh. Because why would they be a spider? And now I think mean, about all those assholes that have killed spiders. Spider-Man. It was like, Spider-Man. there you go, Grandma. Fuck you. Fuck you, Grandma. 
Yeah, yeah that's basically what you did. You killed yeah. your grandmother. You killed your grandmother. She was just trying to say hi. Yeah. I miss you. She was and like, what did you do? Hun. Killed her. Yeah. Spider, you fucking spider. Killed her. Okay, so what do you do? You On Halloween, you trick or treat. What do you do? You go up to the house, you ring the doorbell. If you ring a doorbell on Halloween, it will scare evil spirits away. In North America, it's bad luck if a black cat crosses your path. Yeah. And good luck if a white cat crosses your path. I've never seen a white cat cross my path. Black cats, though, they just... All They're time. everywhere. In Britain and Ireland, it's the opposite. Well, they're... Yeah. Ass backwards. Yeah. Because they're on the left side of the road. If a candle flame suddenly turns blue, there's a ghost nearby. A burning candle inside a jack-o'-lantern on Halloween keeps evil spirits and demons at bay. <gasps> there you go. It goes back to Stingy Jack. Yep, what a Jack. guy. What a guy. Jack did a lot of good things for us. Ooh, put your clothes on inside out and walk backwards on Halloween night to meet a witch. <laughs> That's not true. That's how you keep from getting pregnant. No. Yes. You put your clothes on backwards and you walk then you go and then you walk that's backwards. That's because nobody wants to fuck it's you because you're wearing sunrise. your clothes on inside out. <laughs> like a fucking fool. <laughs> at sunrise, that's what you, you got do. your clothes on backwards, you're walking around in circles backwards. And then you just like hop. You're slamming into shit. It's like, whoa, I'm not touching that crazy lady. She's out of her fucking mind. That's like when you when you meet a man and you decide to cook him dinner and then you mix your menstrual blood in his in his dinner. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, wait, what? <laughs> when, when you decide that, that you've met the man that you're, you want to marry... Or when you when you first marry your husband, either or, you mix your menstrual blood in with his dinner, and you claim him as yours. Do we have anything else? I can't uh, believe you guys have never heard that. No, what the fuck? What, why, why would we, why hear, we that? hear that? Nobody wanted to hear that. <laughs> I would think your mothers would be like, "You watch what you eat, boys." All right, here's another pocket there's some crazy make, sure there's, out there. make sure there isn't a tampon in your soup. <laughs> All right, I'm <laughs> not. I'm I'm, I'm, ta- I'm 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 stopping this. <laughs> another topic with pockets inside out. Are you ready? <laughs> wow. When passing a graveyard. Or a house yep. where yep. someone has died. Yep. Yep. Turn your pockets inside out to make sure you don't bring home ghosts in your pocket. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Wait. Oh my god, I just spit out vapor. That's not even natural. I'm gonna put my cigarette out for yeah. that. When well, passing wait, a graveyard, wait, bring ghosts. To, yeah, go yeah. To a ghost can go a in your pocket. Or a house where someone has died. Turn your pockets inside out to make sure you don't bring home ghosts in your pocket. This is two, two uh, superstitions with pockets. But if you want to meet a witch, you just got to put your clothes on backwards. Um, I got to be honest with you. A lot of these are stupid. Well, they're they're superstitions. They are superstitions. In general, superstitions are stupid. stupid. And we've heard them our whole lives. And I'm sure they all go towards... They come from somewhere. Yes. Somehow, someone thought of this shit and said, that's going to work. That's going to work. How am I going to get make sure that my daughter... Doesn't uh, get Doesn't pregnant? end up getting pregnant. Put her clothes on backwards. But if she, want, if she loves her husband, then... Bleed, bleed, bleed in his food? That I, I got to be honest with you. I've never heard that one before. And now I'm going to be very apprehensive about any woman that wants to cook me dinner. Have some mashed potatoes. I'll Listen, put, uh, it works. My Gravy. special sauce in it. Some, what? Remember what? the one time I made you chicken parm? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, son of a bitch. Gross. Ruin Italian food for the rest of my life. Gross. That's why you always want pizza. You keep redosing me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 
On that note, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back on What Lurks on Channel X. I can't believe you guys have never heard that. back here on Channel X. We are back. We have one final story for you all for this evening. Uh, well, the last story wasn't really a story. It was more like a listing of yeah. crazy shenanigans that people say to one another to keep them from doing things. Well, this one, it's funny, you, you had that one about the knocking. Yeah. This kind of plays on that. All right. This story. This is an this is an urban legend. It's an urban legend of the White Death. <clears throat> That's what it's called. The White Death. White Death. Oh, uh, another one written in that um, creepy pasta style of first person. Mm. So, very interesting story. Um, are you all ready? Ready. Let's get into this. I'm at the edge of my seat. Literally. I'm currently sitting in front of my computer, scared witless. Every moment could be my last. My friend is here with me, and he is the sole reason why my life is in danger. (laughs) It may not make sense at first, but let me explain. It all started earlier today when a friend of mine burst into my house and slammed the door behind him. His eyes were wide with fear, and he stood there with his back against the door, breathing heavily. I asked him what had happened, and he told me this story. He had been living with his aunt in the past year because his parents were in Mexico. They were doing mission work at a small hospital in southern Mexico. The previous night, a bedraggled man had stumbled through the entrance of the hospital. He was screaming in Spanish and appeared to be out of his mind with terror. They brought him over to a chair and let him sit down. As he caught his breath, he told his story in broken English. He claimed that his sister had been killed by something referred to as La Muerto Blanco. He kept saying it was coming for him next. Confused, they asked him who or what a Muerto Blanco was. And with a look of unfathomable fear on his face, he said that La Muerto Blanco was the White Death. She is the soul of a girl who died years ago. She died by her own hand, he said, alone and unloved. She hated life so much that she wanted to remove all traces of herself from the earth. So great was her desire to be to completely obliterate her memory that she returned from the dead as a vengeful spirit bent on killing all those who knew of her existence. 
She is a girl, but not a girl, he said. She's not dead, but not really alive. She has cold black eyes that weep blood. She walks without ever actually seeming to move an inch. She stalks her victims like a wild animal, pursuing them across rivers and valleys, trailing them back to their homes. You're never really aware that she's following you until you hear her telltale knock upon your door. She knocks once for your skin, which she'll use to patch her own decaying flesh. Twice for your hair, which she'll gnash between her teeth. Three times for your bones, which she'll fashion into clubs. Four times for your heart, which she'll tear out of your chest. Five times for your teeth, which she'll polish and keep in a box. Six times for your eyes, which she'll pluck out one by one. Seven times for your soul, which she'll swallow whole. No matter where you go, the white death will track you down. You will hear her terrible knocking begin on the door. You can try to outrun her, but she's faster than any mortal man. If you flee from your home while she's knocking on your door, she will follow you wherever you go. The terrified man was certain that this thing had killed his sister. He had tried to tell the police about the white death, but they would not listen, dismissing it as an old wives' tale. Next, he had tried to tell his priest, but the priest immediately shut the door of the church in his face and slammed him away. The priest had seen the white death following him, he said, and did not want to get involved. With his head in his hands, the frightened man said that the white death follows you wherever until you tell someone else about it. Then it strikes. It kills you and begins following the person you told. After finishing his tale, the man stole a car from the Mission Hospital parking lot and vanished into the night. Apparently, my friend's mother and father had immediately called his aunt and told her about the strange man they had encountered. They asked her if she had ever heard of the White Death. She said she had not, and they proceeded to tell her the story that the man had told them. The aunt got a phone call later that night. It was the Mexican police. They told her that the parents had been found dead outside the hospital. They had been torn apart. My friend's aunt had immediately called him at school to break the bad news to him. As he cried, she told him she couldn't understand what had happened. She recounted the whole story to him, telling him about the strange man who had turned up in the hospital just hours before his parents were dead. She told him how the man had given his parents weird and disturbing story about something called the White Death. When he hung up the phone, he had struggled to come to terms with what had happened. It almost didn't seem real to him. When he got home after school, he found out the front door of his aunt's house standing open. Inside was a trail of blood leading into the kitchen. There on the floor he found his aunt's dead body. She had been torn limb from limb. He ran out of the house and all the way across town, never looking back, until he reached my house. As he told me this story, I could barely believe it. Within the space of a day, his mother, his father, and his aunt had been murdered. And it all seemed too far-fetched. But before I could utter a word, my friend and I both recoiled in horror as we heard a knocking begin at my front door. We've been staring at the door for an hour now, neither of us wanting to open it. The knocking is still going on, growing louder and louder. She never gives up, she never quits. La Muerto Blanco is unstoppable. I think she wants to scare us, my friend and I. I think she wants us to blame each other. And I do. I blame my friend. It's all his fault. He should have never told me about her. As I sit here in my house beside my friend, both of us listening to that hideous knocking growing ever louder, I wish a lot of things. I wish she had killed my friend before he reached my house. If he had never been able to tell me about her, I wouldn't be in danger now. I'm sorry I ever met him. And I'm sorry for you too. I'm sorry I made you read this story. I'm sorry I ever told you about the White Death because now that you know about her, she'll be coming for you next. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks, Dad. 
Snakes mean. As we sit in front of the living room door. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eat, drink, and be scary. I liked it. <laughs> I'm sorry, the white devil? White death. That's the name of the story. Yeah. The White Death. It just clicked with me. It's like, oh my God, they're talking about, uh, it's it's an American. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's El Gringo. Yeah, it's El Gringo. (laughs) So as we sit here and wait for the knocking to begin on our door, we wish you all a wonderful, scary, and frightful Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hope you all enjoy the holiday. Happy Halloween. She's done. She's not She's sleeping. She's done. Tonight. That's it. She's not done. sleeping tonight. That's it. No, yeah. I'm going to pass the fuck out. She's not sleeping. I'm going to wear headphones and I can't hear them. I'm telling you. We're going like to go into the bedroom. I'm going to flip on Netflix. I'm going to put on Pet Cemetery, and mm. she's done. That's mm. it. That's Sexy it. time. Yeah. So that's going to do us this week. It's going to do it for us this week. This week. This week. At what lurks at Channel X. Hopefully we'll be back for the next one. Unless there's some knocking on the door. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We got lucky. Wish us luck. And good luck to you, dear audience who just listened to that story. Everybody have a safe and happy Halloween. Enjoy yourselves. Stay scary. 